Hey guys, Dan Waltzman here. So, you know, we've been digging into podcast, uh, uh, podcast. We've been digging into commitment for this month so far. And I use uh, Feedly, I think I've mentioned that before, to, to aggregate my favorite writers across the web. And then when I have a moment, I'm walking to the bathroom or I'm in between meetings, got a moment, I'm looking for inspiration, I'll read some articles, you know, just things that are interesting to me. And it's, if you've seen my Feedly, you know it's business and science and technology design, you know, life hacking, motivation, news, politics, it's running, it, it's all the things. But one of my favorite authors is someone named P- Penelope Trunk, who writes a blog called The Brazen Careerist. Brazen Careerist. You, you may not have heard of her before, but she's, well, she's super popular and she's really honest. She talks about her relationships and her life and uh, just digs into, you know, depression and it, she's amazing. But she wrote something the other day that was shockingly on point with what we're talking about here. The title of her article is called Commitment. Here's what she writes. It's very short. An interesting way to divide things is into commitment and not commitment. So many people say they want to, and she puts this in quotes, change the world. But everyone they point to as a world changer is someone who was extremely committed to their cause. Commitment is a lot of pain. Then she says, see Seth Godin's book, The Dip. By the way, that that is a good book. And it means giving up a lot as well. I am interested in putting people who stay in long-term marriage in the same category as people who revolutionize their industry because both types of people exhibit the same thing. Big commitment. Love that. Then we are simply talking about commitment as not being so hardcore. So training for the Olympic swimming, full-time parenting, same type of commitment because you give up everything else. Part-time parenting, weekend swim class, constant career changes, these are forms of not commitment. I'm not saying it's bad, just these are two different ways to choose to live and we should be honest about what we are doing. Wow. Okay, that's it. I told you it was short. That's it. Wow. Here she is saying, we can divide up all of life into two real categories, being committed and not being committed. I love it. So I read it. I thought, you know what? Without any edits, uh, I would want to share that with you. Be committed or not be committed. That's really the two choices. Now, we're in part two of the, of the episode we started a, a, a day ago about how to, how to stay committed. We talked about, you know, to stay committed, number one, you got to commit to knowing who you are and why that's so important. You got to commit to your path. And then third, we talked about uh, committing to personal relationships. I think if you haven't already tried to take a stab at some of this stuff, you might want to, I don't know, take a fresh look at it. <laughs> I think it's worth that. Um, commitment's important. I mean, if you're in business and you're trying to drive more revenue, if you're in a relationship and trying to get that whole thing to work, you won't be successful just part-timing it. You can't. There's just no way to do it. You, You have to be committed. And so what is commitment? That's what we're digging into. That's what we're trying to figure out. Number one, commit to your personal relationships. Four, the fourth thing is commit to your physical health. Uh, one of the reasons why I go running each day, one of the reasons why I I try, I'm now trying to eat healthier is this idea of my health. You can't work long hours and be 
unhealthy. It's going to kill you. It is. Yesterday, I took a screenshot. I'm recording this on a Wednesday. I took a screenshot. I said, man, I'm really feeling burned out. I went in and looked at my rescue time uh, that tracks all of our time and our uh, progress. It said, you've logged 61 hours and four days of work. So, I mean, that's not anything too crazy, but I guess I worked 15-hour days on Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. And then at the time, I was checking it on Wednesday. And look, I can't be at my peak performance. I can't be a superstar if, if I'm not healthy. Again, for those of you who know me, you're like, but dude, you eat jelly beans. Totally get it. I do. <laughs> I love candy. But uh, overall, uh, I'm working to try to be a bit healthier. And I think that's something we have to commit to. Uh, I wrote yesterday this, you know, just because you fail at something doesn't mean you're not committed. It just means you screwed up. So uh, the nice thing about commitment is it's instantaneous. All you have to do is say, yep, I'm committed. And then, of course, you can't just say it. You got to be it. But commit to your physical health. Commit to your mental health. Two days ago, I went to go see my therapist. And frankly, my conversations with him have changed over the years. Yeah, that's right. Years. Same guy, too. Imagine the stories you could say. <laughs> this guy's nutty. A lot of times I talk to him, I'm talking about how I can be a better dad. It's been my focus now for the last, I don't know, six months or so. How can I be a better dad? And I was just talking about my son and some of the behaviors. I've got two sons and a daughter, but you know their behaviors and like, what am I doing to help them? What, what could I do to help them? And you know, your mental health controls... And dictates your physical health. Plenty of stories, lots of science about how you feel is how you actually end up your body reacting. That's why placebos work. You take a pill and you're like, oh, this is going to work. I'm going to feel better. And then you feel better. Then someone later says, oh yeah, that was just, uh, that was sugar. (laughs) That was just a sugar pill. Commit to your physical health. By the way, you don't need to pay for a therapist if you're thinking, dude, every time you give advice, it requires money. Okay, go read a book. By the way, we've got an awesome book in the book club this month, Unbroken. Fantastic. Matt is all up in the group. He leads the book, charges. It's a fantastic book. I've read it. I've watched the movie. It's incredible. Talk about commitment. But mental health, you can't be strong or weak mentally and change the world. It's just not going to happen. How about your financial health? You know, probably the number one thing that provides stress in my life is finances. As most of you know, I, I pivoted the business 18 months ago, 20 months ago, away from working with really, really monstrous companies to still working with a company here or there that's bigger in size, but really selling digital training online. And we haven't released any of that training yet for you guys. It's coming. It's like very, very, very close, but none of it's finalized yet. And so uh, essentially, uh, that means the entire operation, everything we do, is uh, paid for by uh, the the edgy empire of awesomeness, uh, Gold Vault, <laughs> the Vault of Gold Bars. <laughs> and so, uh, you know, every once in a while I go, oh, shoot, man, we should go out there and make some money. And I do, right? I'm, I'm speaking. I get some wonderful opportunities to speak around the world, and people pay me way too much money to do that. Then I guess apparently I'm good at it uh, because they keep asking me to come back. <laughs> but But finances... I'm guessing I'm the same as you. Finances keep you up at night. And I've heard someone say, maybe it was Altrucker, but 
you know, one of the one of the people that I follow, listen to, said, "I th- I think the single greatest joy in life is not having to worry where the next dollar is going to come from." And I think it's pretty cool. I think that's pretty darn honest. Which is, your finances, if you haven't mastered your finances or figured them out, then it's something that's going to plague everything you do. So commit to your financial health. By the way, notice commitment doesn't mean an instantaneous fix. It means an instantaneous commitment, but it doesn't mean an instantaneous fix. So just because you commit to changing your financial health doesn't mean you're going to solve those problems or create you know long-term revenue streams overnight. It's going to take you staying committed, doing things that lead to your success. Number seven, commit to hunger. Commit to the hunger. Every time in my life when I've needed to be successful, somehow I found a way to be successful. But it's in those moments where it's like, eh, I can or I can't, right? Uh, well, sure, sort of, maybe, where I'm kind of ambivalent, maybe want to have a little too much money and I don't care. Then what's interesting is I'm not successful. So how do you commit to the hunger? Well, one, you know, it's not that like stay thirsty, my friend. Stay hungry, my friend, right? Thirst for knowledge. Hang around people who provide insights to you. I love being around people who every time I leave, they're like, oh, dude, did you check out this? Or, you know, Matt's that way with books. Did you read this book? Did you see this thing? It's great to be around people who drive you to to be hungry. Have those people in your life. Be curious. Ask yourself that one more question. But how? But why? How does it all work? Like, Commit to just that one more level of trying to figure it out. How about committing to excellence? You know, in our corporate culture of we're going to float a trial balloon. We're going to we're going to do a test pilot and I'm I'm all for trying things out. But I got to tell you, your dedication on a trial balloon or a test project is bananas. It's like if it works it works, if it doesn't it doesn't. Eh, 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 eh. And it is what it is. But I got to tell you, that's not the level of commitment you can have when it's your life. Like when it's your family budget, you don't go, eh, well, if it works, it works. Like you have to get that right or you go bankrupt. And that's what the idea of excellence is. You just don't say, well, we'll do what we can. We'll try what we can. If it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. That's just what it is. No, excellence demands that you're all in. Excellence demands that you go that extra step. I'm not even saying go that extra mile. What you heard me say was, Go one extra step. That's what excellence is all about. Commit to trying new things. New things. Not sticking with the old stuff. New things. Oh, I can't run. You can't? Go for a walk. Go for a bike ride. You know? Go go to one of those places where you bounce around. They have trampoline parks here. A couple of them. Go to a trampoline park and bounce around. Paint a picture. I still want to go to those. There's these couple couple places where it's like uh, Vino and Van Gogh or something like that. You drink wine and you paint pictures. I still want to do that. I'm sure it's crappy wine. It doesn't even matter. You're having fun. But try new things. Commit to boldness. So here's the reality is that a lot of good things only happen when you're bold. And what that means is you do ask that one question. You do dig a little bit deeper into your own life and do things that might be uncomfortable. 
And then you do those things unapologetically. See, it, it, it makes no sense to try something new if, if you're going to be timid about it. The boldness is where progress is made. The last thing I would say is this whole idea of commit to changing the world. Look, I think sometimes people have the, the wrong, have a misconception about this whole idea of changing the world. Most people think it's about you being the next Mother Teresa. It's about you, you know, becoming a billionaire and sending rocket ships into, into the sky, things like that. That's, that's, that's usually not what it means. But that doesn't mean that it's not important. See, there, there is this kind of butterfly effect. And, it, you know, what that means, if you haven't heard that before, it's like, you know, a butterfly flaps its wings and there's now a tornado on the other side of the world. And I don't know that that exactly happens. But the reality is that your actions have a ripple effect on other people. And so you are changing the world just by what you do or don't do right now, whether you like it or not. So we've been talking about commitment and I... We'll move on to other topics, but I wanted to give you a quick roadmap. When we talk about being committed, what does that mean? So we just went through 11 ways of being committed. We talked about commit to, to changing the world, commit to boldness, commit to trying new things, commit to excellence, commit to hunger, commit to mental, physical, financial health, commit to personal relationships. Don't just abandon people. Commit to your path. Commit to knowing who you are. That stuff's not easy. But the next time someone tells you to be committed or you tell someone else to be committed, give them a framework for what that means. And it's these small things we just discussed. Okay, guys, go out there, stay edgy, be awesome. If you're not part of the Facebook group, ah, gosh, go jump in there, get a piece of that going. And then on top of that, listen, go grab the calendar of awesomeness for February. It's already kicking buck, changing lives, and I'm sure it's going to be great for you as well. See you next time.